millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we are doing an awesome new movie, Wonder Woman 1984. I know. Like, when was the last time we talked about a new movie? Well, we talked about The Prom, and that uh, that was only a couple weeks ago. But, uh, yeah, it's been been exciting because we definitely wanted to see Wonder Woman earlier in the year. And then it just kept getting pushed until eventually it made its way onto HBO Max, and uh, we all watched it around Christmas time. Yep, which apparently HBO Max is doing an awesome thing where it will allow uh, movies to show in theaters as well as stream on its services. Um, and that's like something that it's going to start doing, which I'm very excited about because you know how much I don't like going to the movie theater anymore. Um, yep. <laughs> So this uh this excites me greatly, um, but I also did hear that you told me that that Tenet is now available on Amazon Prime to rent. Yes, um, so that's so. good too. We'll definitely talk about that soon. Um, yes, we just we will. I, I I have to watch it. Um, I'm gonna rewatch it for sure. But that's true. There have been some new movies sprinkled out like throughout the year, just on various <laughs> um yes uh, on various streaming, streaming services. Yeah, exactly. Um, but this is a pretty big one. Big budget. Uh, the sequel to Wonder Woman. We were waiting for this for a really long time. Um, a lot of hype. We we got to we got like a like a poster from Comic Con about it. Like did yeah. We did we Two see like the Warner ago. Brothers panel or something? Like did yeah. we go to the Warner Brothers panel about this? Probably. I, God, I I think we did. Yeah, I I I. I was can't... it the, was it the same panel where they talked about like Bumblebee and stuff like the Bumblebee movie and I think so possibly like <laughs> I could be wrong but yeah yeah we know. totally got an awesome poster for this um and that was a, that was years ago so we we were just waiting 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 for this and uh, finally we got to see it and it's been like four years since we talked about Wonder Woman um, the first one which was honestly one of the first episodes we did on this podcast. Was it really? It was. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It was like, um, yeah. I'll, I'll go down to find out. But uh, yeah, so this one takes place in 1984 in Washington, D.C. Um, it, it obviously just comes right after the last movie where she, she was, uh, she left her home of Themyscira uh, to fight in World War One because... Chris Pine flies through the, the void and, and is like, oh shit, you know, there's a man right there. And then she goes with him to, to World War One, and then she fights and she, she wins and everything's good except for Chris Pine flies and has to save the day and dies. So. Yes, yeah, she fights, uh, she fights Hades. Um, right? The, yeah. the Right? No, she fights Aries, Hades. Ares. No, Ares. You Ares, just Ares. watched this. <laughs> I really did. I just watched both <laughs> movies. 
Um, you're right. Uh, Ares, yes, the 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 god of war. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, we I remember us really enjoying the first Wonder Woman. We thought the ending was kind of shitty. Um, yep, yep. But um, not not necessarily because Chris Pine dies, but you know because of the reveal of of who Ares was and kind of like the fight at the end was kind of lame. Yep. Um, and it was just kind of like at a place. Um, really didn't feel like uh, like it didn't have the same tone as the rest of the movie. Um, just to, just to summarize our thoughts of the movie so long ago. Um, but I did recently watch it, and it pretty it pretty much all felt the same to me. Like I was like, <laughs> okay, but it's it's a very it was a very like the first one was very decent. Like it was a really yeah. it was yeah. really enjoyable, um, very enjoyable movie, very well done, um, especially for what DC was putting out at the time. Um, very true. It, it was but, episode um, twelve of, of our podcast that we did that. So was it really, mm-hmm. really? Yeah. Oh and, my uh, gosh! And uh, now we're on. This is going to be. Let me go up all the way up, all the way up. This one is going to be episode one thirty six. So uh, mm. that's not even counting all of the other extra things that we do on this podcast. <laughs> that's that's true. You actually, it, it always confuses me how you count everything because we have so many different series that we individually count that we probably have way more tracks than we probably think. Well, um, on our, our SoundCloud, we have 195 tracks. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's, it's so... <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> that's... <laughs> That's a lot of talking. We talk a lot, Alessandra. I know. <laughs> we do not know how to shut up. I know. I know. It's a good thing we, um, have, but we yeah. can just talk into the void forever. That's that's why we have this podcast. That's true. Well, we can just we can just talk to each other into the void and, and hope that people listen. <laughs> yeah, and listen if, if, if they want to. Really, what what we felt about Wonder Woman 1984? So, Emily, what did you feel about this movie? So, this movie was very different than the first one. We have a completely different time period. We've got, you know, different villains, different people that we're introduced to. Um, I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I waited like two weeks to hear you say that. Yeah. Um, I thought it was really boring and confusing. Um... And just boring. Like, I was so boring. I just, like, I really, I was so long. It was so boring. Um, I really liked Kristen Wiig's character, like, Mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, she, like, her storyline was developed the best. Um, I know we were excited to see Chris Pine when we saw him in the trailers because we knew he was coming back. But now that he came back, I wanted him just to stay dead. I know. Like, I really really did. (laughs) I didn't want to see him. I didn't. He didn't help the story along at all. He, he, He quite frankly ruined it. You know, it really didn't have a very good plot. I think in general Ooh. it was just really kind of lame. Um, yes, with the whole like, like the wishing fact... stone thing. It was like I mean, don't get me wrong. I really love Pedro Pascal. He did he such a good job. He really he was, was so great. good. But yeah. his like, yeah, his his like wishing stone like 
t- like storyline was was kind of weird. Like I, I kind of wanted there to be another god. Like like if mm-hmm. if somehow the trickster god could have like implanted themselves like in Pedro, like that would have been a bit cooler. Like not just dealing with a stone right. that just like causes causes a bunch of issues, and then. Like, and then the storyline was so spread out. Like, there were so many moving parts and things were moving at different paces of each other. Like, like when you had one, like, Diana and Chris Pine together, the story moved so slow. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. when you had, like, Pedro and, uh, Pedro's character and, like, Chris and Wig, yeah. like, you know, and their, like, things kind of developing, it moved so quickly that, like, you couldn't yeah. even follow along. <laughs> like, right. it was ridiculous. Ridiculous! It was yeah. ridiculous. The pacing was really strange, and and the fact that like so not strange. like the whole wishing thing wasn't really like it wasn't clear, but it also didn't really have like a kind of mythos to back it up until like it was already doing the thing that was messed up. Like we didn't right. Like we we yeah. kind of like understood that the the reveal of like the um the like mystic dude who was like, well, my entire family was murdered by this thing you know like all my ancestors died yeah um, like his entire people yeah but like, it's died like because we of didn't this really thing. like get to see any of that we just like talked no. about it like it was like well why are you telling us why don't you show us <laughs> you know no and the one thing that we did see like as a flashback like, like i would have much rather seen that as a flashback than than mm-hmm. seeing diana as a yeah. kid competing in that race yeah like that totally. that, that was useless that stadium thing was useless <laughs> and it it didn't help tie anything together by the end <laughs> yeah like i guess what we're supposed to learn is that diana can't take shortcuts and that's kind of the way of like the stone um not being able to take a shortcut on your wishes in a sense like yeah you know i i get it like i get the plot points and i get everything that was laid out and why they were there um i which is why i think it kind of saved it from being a horrible movie to becoming more of like a kind of semi-mediocre movie just because it was boring like, I think that it it was definitely thought out and, like, whatever the stone was supposed to do and with Pedro Pascal, like, I think they, like, covered it pretty well and they, they did a good job with that, um, especially with, like, making Diana have what she most wanted while losing her powers. Um, that was, like, kind of interesting. But it's, it's just, like, I don't know. I, I feel like Gal Gadot was, like, not as... Um, really wasn't the shining star of this as much as uh the supporting characters like pedro pascal and Kristen wig like and and even chris Pye. yeah you know yeah like, she really got pushed to the side you know there really was no more development with her mm-hmm. like she really just kind of i don't know just was very happy and lovey when chris pine came back and then was like really sad and heartbroken when he had to leave and like and, the, and we got all of that from the first movie like there was no yeah reason for this to kind of like be rehashed and repeated other than for just it to like what we needed to know that she was never gonna love anyone else again and he had to tell her to like move on like was that the whole reason that he had to come back like that was pretty much the only development we kind of got from her was like was like chris saying diana you have to just you gotta move on there's plenty of fish in the sea forget (laughs) about me like like really that was the whole point of this 80s montage of you looking at a trash can being all amazed. Like. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, also, and, and it was, like, this really weird role reversal where, yeah. like, she was the one who was in a new world and he was the one showing her around and then it just kind of, like, role reversed. But, like, that's not... Yeah, right. That's not what I wanted. <laughs> like, that's not... And then the fact that you saw what the guy looked like and then it was just Chris Pine for the rest I know, of it... I know, What the fuck? ...was so <laughs> stupid. What a choice. Like, like, I'm sorry, but it was so dumb. Like, I love Chris Pine. I love his face. I love looking at him. Don't get me wrong. Like, he's a beautiful man, and I love him to bits. But no. Like, it was dumb. <laughs> I was thinking he's another Steve slash Chris out of time because uh, just like his other counterpart, um, Steve Steve Rogers, um, who also is, is a man out of time. Uh, he got transported to the future. It's it's like the same exact thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. Know, from from yeah. the war to now. Um, yeah, exactly. But there was a severe lack of, I think, just like heroicism that you were like, yeah, go Diana. Like, I think we, we had a couple of those moments where she was like really being her bad self. Um but I think we just needed more. Like, I think we kind of needed some, some, some more fun stuff other than, like, them being in a desert or her saving a couple of, like, you know, plushy children. It was like, those are clearly yeah, dolls. I, mean, I liked, yeah, <laughs> I liked the mall, I liked the mall yes, fight the mall, in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really care for the desert fight with all the trucks. Yeah, um, that was... That was not. It was just kind of lame, and then yeah, and then by the end she was so weak. Um, well, no, she she had she had reversed her wish, so she was getting her strength back. But like, and then her like flying like that was that went on for a long, way time. too long. Yeah, like just <laughs> so much longer than it needed to be. Like, cool, you know how to fly. That's awesome. We get it. But like, you needed to not be flying for like six straight minutes. Like that was <laughs> unnecessary. Um. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah, and then by the end, she basically just said, like, like, you know, what, what was, what was Pedro's character's name? Like, Dominic or something? It was, um, um Maxwell Lord. Maxwell. Like, at the very end, she was like, she was just like, Max, don't be a dick. And he was like, all right. Like, I and know. then he just, like, because <laughs> uh, they thought about like, that was basically son. how she defeated him in the end. I know. She was like, think about your son, Max. And he's like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then and then another point that that my because I watched this with my parents, like my dad even brought up. He was like, he was like, and the fact that Pedro like just dropped everything for his son, even though there was no like bonding time we really got between him and his. Like at, at this point, I didn't like we didn't think Pedro cared about his kid, like at all. Yeah, like I mean, there there were some there were some parts where he was like, you know, he wanted to give him a wish. Um, you know, wish for wish for fame mm-hmm. and success and stuff for himself, and yeah. you know, he he promised his son all this stuff, and you know, he fully intended to give it to him, like even when all of the odds were against him. Um, like you you kind of got, but they, they were just they were just very intense and very like very here and there and just very minuscule to where he didn't really even believe it. <laughs> like it was just it's like I'm gonna get you a pony, and it's like okay, like cool. <laughs> But then he's, but then he's like, oh, my son's here. Like it's, it was too, it was too like flip floppy because he, he would like be yeah. in such like disdain that his son was there to visit him. And yeah. then he'd be like, I'm going to give you everything you ever wanted ever. And then it's just like, <laughs> I'm like, what are you, what are you thinking? What are you thinking, Max? <laughs> What's do going you, on here? 
do you like your son? Do you? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I still think... I'm a little confused here. <laughs> I, I still think it was... I think it just needed to not be so hand-holding, a little bit more complicated when it it just came to the plot. Like, I think, I think the idea that you're... You have, like, this stone that makes everything what you want and um, stuff was, like, fine. And especially since it aligns with the 1980s really well, which was a very big consumerism boom. Um, mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it makes sense that people are, like, way more greedy in the 80s than they should be. And uh, that's exactly what happened. So it's just like, okay, well, all these people, if left, left to their own wishes, would completely um, just wish for very selfish things and and totally not wish for like world peace or something it's just like chaos well yeah some of the people just wish for like you know i wish you would you would just drop dead and then people are just like dying like some of these wishes were insane um in that like in that crazy like chaotic scene where like things just were falling apart um like, as a scene, it was crazy. Did like, you the guy, notice? like, wish for a farm. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, outside. Yeah. Did you notice um, that there wasn't really a lot of 80s music in this movie? And it it really was lacking in a lot of that, that just colorful music that we really just hardly had at all. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I feel like was the '80s movie during during Chris Pine's like like wardrobe change montage like anything? Like, was it was it '80s music or was it was like something else? I mean, I'm um, just gonna look at like the the soundtrack and just see, but not a whole lot of like. There was like a couple. There was like Rio Duran Duran. I you know. Um, yeah, I would I would kind of forget that that this was set in the '80s at times. Yeah, like just with. <laughs> Cause I mean, cause cause even stuff that like Gal would wear, or even like I'm um, well, some of the stuff Kristen Wiig wore was pretty uh, was pretty eighties uh, yeah. inspired. But like some some of the other clothes I would see just like really didn't didn't seem too much. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just thinking like too much of like the dramatized, like over exaggerated like eighties stuff. Like I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure things probably were a bit um, more like dressed down and not so in your face. Right. Well, they but they were like had this whole montage in the beginning of the of the movie it was like this is the 80s and then it's just kind of showed us True. all these 80s things you know right right um, yeah i i i think like what like other 80s things like um stranger things i think they they do it a better job of like making you feel like it's actually the 80s yeah exactly yeah they really do they really do did you get the um, kind of lesbian sexual tension between Gal Gadot and Kristen Wiig, uh, Diana and Barbara, that was just totally obviously there and not um, not touched on enough? I, f- I feel like I feel like yeah. I should have explored that. Yeah, I I definitely yeah I, I I see it I see it like especially just the way Barbara would like just look lovingly. <laughs> into gal's eyes into diana's eyes um they're definitely yeah i mean they definitely had some really cute moments together um and uh i i, I wanted their i wanted their friendship to like kind of grow a little bit um yeah they, uh because because really gal was just kind of using her at the beginning um and then yeah. you know barbara was helpful until she like kind of started changing um but 
Um, and then how crazy, like, Kristen looked as, as Cheetah at the end. Mm. Like, she looked... She was that even still Kristen? Like her face it looked was, totally different. They totally like did some CGI magic on her or something. Yeah, the CG was was kind of crazy in this. Um, and, and I <laughs> and I really did not enjoy um, the Wonder Woman outfit. Like in the, I I liked the gold one. I liked that one, but like the the new like because it it was very different from from her, the one in the first movie like the colors in the first one were like oh. very muted and kind of like darker oh, these really? colors were so much more vibrant and like and her blue skirt was 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 like short like it was shorter are you sure um, for sure yes <laughs> i, like it I was think the it same. Really? No, I th- the top looked so much more like dark red well i think than... maybe they they brought it into the to what it maybe eventually becomes in Justice League. Mm, maybe. You know? Possibly. Gosh, she's so pretty. Gosh. Yeah. I mean, if I yeah, were Kristen a... Wiig, I would I would wish to be like Diana too. My god. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> See her? Exactly. She's absolutely perfect. <laughs> Yeah. She's so cool. And she's so nice. And this, uh, <laughs> and this gold outfit was crazy. Yeah, like, it was I amazing. Um, like, oh, the wings and how they, like, fall off. And then, like, yeah, and how she was, was using fun. it to, like, fight. The, the fight the fight between her and Cheetah was pretty cool, too. Yeah. I thought it was, it was crazy that she, like, electrocuted her. And I guess she doesn't get electrocuted or something. I, I, nah, I think she's. I think she's immune. She's, she's immune, immune to electricity. <laughs> to electricity. <laughs> I mean, to she electricity. Can, she can use her her uh, lasso to swing from lightning to lightning. So yeah, um, I do want to let you know that uh, my AirPods might die. I thought I thought I charged them up enough. But they, they, <laughs> they might die. We might be. I don't know what we're gonna do. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> I feel like we've talked a lot about this. I know we've only done about 20 minutes of this this podcast, but um, shall we just go on to the to the uh, plot keywords? What do, what do you think? Uh, let's see. I mean, I guess I guess I can sit here with the phone like on my ear. I can just take my AirPods out <laughs> and just, <laughs> and just like, like hold you up to my ear. Yes, yeah, so, so the yeah. it doesn't let's pick do me that. up. It have to be really low. Yeah, I'll just figure it out. <laughs> yeah i uh How do I turn this off? personally i thought that this movie was fun and interesting i i wish it was a little bit more i don't know a little bit more 80s but you know it's really hard to write a movie and i i really don't want to like blame them for a pretty okay sequel i feel like it could definitely go up from here and it could get a little bit more fun a little bit more uh punchy but a good thing that you know it had was that diana prince is somebody who will always like fall on the on the pure side of all the superheroes she's she's quite flawless and she just kind of believes in in the truth and and integrity and she's just she's just a really like awesome good hero to look up to, good heroine. So I think, you know, in that sense, it's hard because you don't have as much of a story with with her because she doesn't have that many flaws. <laughs> so. Right. I mean, she's she's often compared to probably, like, Superman. Yeah. Where just, like, she just is, she's just, like, the, the embodiment of, like, 
pure heroism. Like, it's just, like, she can do no wrong. Um, and, like, probably this was, this was maybe supposed to show, like, her weak side, I guess. I don't know, like, just the fact that she would give up her, herself, like, her Mm -hmm. powers Mm -hmm. for, for Steve, just Mm because she loves him so much. Like, she would, she would give up basically, like, helping people, um, Mm -hmm. to be with him. Um, and, you know, that kind of brought out, I mean, this witch stone was kind of supposed to bring out the bad in everyone. Like, it was kind of just supposed to be, like, it, it gives you what you want, but it takes away, like, the best part about you. Yeah. Um, which I'm not saying the best part about Wonder Woman is, of course, her powers, but, like, you know, her just, this just, like, kind of eating away at her and her just not wanting to, you know, be at her full potential to help people, um, is maybe just, like, a sign of weakness. Um, I think, I can't remember who brought it up, but I was talking about this movie with, I think, maybe my coworkers, and one of the main differences um, between it and the first one was that, yes, Patty Jenkins directed both, but I guess in this one, she had more, she had more to do with the writing in this Mm -hmm. one, and maybe, not saying Patty Jenkins is a bad writer, but maybe, maybe she's not the best writer, like, um... (laughs) Jeff but Johns and her. <laughs> I also don't know who Jeff Johns is either, but um, the first movie was written, uh, the story was by Zack Snyder, and then there's Alan Heinberg. So I don't, I mean, I don't know. Um, but possibly. Yeah. Possibly the story couldn't have been I think it's just, the best. <laughs> should have just been workshopped a little bit more. Like, I feel like, I feel like there's just more stuff that could have happened. I just feel like. Really, it was quite slow and nothing really happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely some stuff could have been replaced. Like, some just just could have been cut altogether and then, like, replaced with, I don't know, more story. I don't know, more <laughs> character development. More more mystery would have been would have been better, you know? Like, just kind of, like, having to solve a well, mystery. that's true. I, I feel like that's we true, need more of like, that. We went through the whole... We went through the whole first movie, like, not knowing who Ares was, and, you know, we're, we're all thinking Diana's just crazy because she thinks that a god's, like, co- like you know, she spends the first 40 minutes of the movie being like, once I kill Ares, the war will be done. Everyone yeah. will stop acting stupid. And, you know, Steve's trying to tell her that, like, you know, humans have evolved since then. Like, yes, maybe this Ares could have instigated it, but we're, they're, they're too in the thick of it now. Like, yeah. it's just, it's, they're gonna fight until the, until, until, you know, someone comes out on top. So it's just like, um, but then, you know, we're kind of going through the whole movie thinking like, you know, who's, who's Ares, like, who's it going to be? And then, you know, you end up finding out who it is. I mean, the fact that a god like never emerges to like show you like, yes, I gave the trickster witch stone to the humans because they're mm-hmm. stupid. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it could have, or could have been something like, cause again, she's, we, we kind of deal with a lot of mythological stuff with Wonder Woman, um, and her origins and stuff. And mm-hmm. And maybe there could have been a bit more myth, mythological mythos. aspects to it. Yes, yes, mythos. yes. Um, well, I'm going to look at the plot keywords. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you want me to read them? No, I'll, I'll, I'm going to read them. Okay. They are <laughs> Princess, Sequel, DC Extended Universe, Action Heroine, based on comic book. Uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't really okay. say that she's a princess, but sure. Cool. Uh, yeah, I really wouldn't, um, have said that either. Um, oh, can we talk about that cool, uh, 
cameo. I, I didn't know who it oh, was yes. exactly at Linda the Carter end. Linda Carter at um, the end. But the fun, yeah, the fun, uh, the fun cameo at the end with uh, Linda Carter, who was the original uh, series Wonder Woman, right? She yes. Was, uh, in the, the show, show, the Wonder Woman show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still My beautiful. parents told me that. They were like, they were like, oh, it's Linda Carter. And I was like, oh, who's that? And they're like, that's Wonder Woman. And I was like, oh, that's oh. cool. <laughs> Cool. I feel like I think we saw her at at a Comic Con once. I feel like we saw Did her we? somewhere. You think so? I just I just have that in the back of my head. You think she was in one of those photo op areas? Yeah, I don't know, something like that. I feel like we saw her in some panel or something. Uh, well, maybe. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's really cute, really cool. I love that cameo. That was cute. Yeah, it was a really cute cameo. Um, and let's see. And, and the blue outfit she was wearing was just, like, glorious. Um, yep. That was so pretty. Uh, let's look at this uh, Let's look at this Metascore. Um, so Wonder Woman got a 60, which, uh, yeah, I, I, I guess I guess that's what I'd give it. Um, yeah, yeah. I probably personally wouldn't watch the movie again. Um, <laughs> it's... I actually didn't think I would watch the first Wonder Woman again until, you know, it just, it just so happened we made a marathon out of it. Um, so I mean, but, and, and I, and I actually enjoyed the first, the first Wonder Woman, but, uh, you know me, I'm picky about movies I rewatch. You know, I, I just want to rewatch, uh, Angus Thong's Imperfect Stocking. <laughs> yeah. And like, she's the man and shit like that. Um, there's some pretty high, high, um, scores for this. Like, yeah. a lot of them are in the green. The lowest one is a 60. So, I mean, they're... I don't know why it got pulled down so much, because there seems to be a lot more green than, than the yellow, but there must be a lot lower ones on the Metascore web, website. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take a look. I'm going to go over there. Um, I'm just um, going to read the top one, the 88, the Chicago Sun-Times. To be sure, we get a classic comic book movie storyline about a megalomaniacal madman intent on taking over the world but there's often a relatively light tone to the proceedings. This is a throwback piece of pure pop entertainment. Okay. Um, there are definitely some ones that brought it down. I mean, a, a lot of them were fairly high in the green. Like, 30 were in the green, and then um, 24 were mixed, and then there were three negatives. That's mm. probably what, what brought it down, because they gave it... Like, a 38, a 33, and a 30. Like, these people did not like it. Yeah. Um, let's see what it said. Vulture had given it a 30. Whoa. Um, and it said, uh, Sadly, all that glittered in the franchise's first outgoing is gone in Wonder Woman 1984. Or no, sorry. Sadly, all that glittered in the franchise's first outgoing is gone in Wonder Woman 1984, the disappointing sequel highlights not only the dire statement of the live-action superhero genre in film, but the dire state of Hollywood filmmaking as a whole. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. I think Angelica I read that. just went at Hollywood. I feel like I read that article, actually. I think so I... This movie... Yeah, I think I read that. ...proves that Hollywood's going down the shitter. Oh, my God. That is a really harsh thing to say. I mean, I I don't think I would say that about this movie. It, like I said, it was perfectly mediocre. It was fine. Like, it, I just think it was just, like, not... 
Like it wasn't. I mean, horrendous. yeah. If, if I had to choose, if I had to choose this over like fucking Batman Justice versus Superman League or Justice or... League, I <laughs> yeah, would watch this, this over that. I would watch this over that. Shit, man, um, those were horrible. <laughs> those were so bad. <laughs> Uh, let's see, those aren't even fun like this one's at least kind of fun like when she's in the oh my god you know invisible yeah. jet like that was fun danny kind the, of freaked out about that the invisible jet <laughs> i know basically my parents were bringing up all the tropes of like wonder woman um i think i brought up the invisible jet um not thinking that it was going to show up right. in any point yeah. like i did not think that was going to show up and then dad and then my dad was like uh like doesn't she uh doesn't she swing off of uh thunderbolts or something or lightning bolts and I was like I was like yeah she does uh, and I I'd, I'd seen the trailer so yeah, I knew trailer. that she was gonna do it right um so I knew for a fact she was gonna do it but but yeah that invisible <laughs> invisible jet <laughs> it uh <laughs> it was quite the surprise <laughs> yeah I didn't think it was surprise. actually gonna happen because we hadn't seen any kind of magic before and that was like the first time she did any kind of magic. <laughs> I know, like, and it's just like, okay, cool, you can do this now? Like, <laughs> She's like, I had, I did it on my coffee cup, and uh, I lost it. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, she's like, I don't, I don't know where it went. It's still, it's still invisible, I guess. She doesn't know where it is. So silly. Um, that's a, that's a, that's an accident waiting to happen. Um, but, um, so which one had you read? Let me see if there's another one I wanted to read. Um, let me just, I'll read the, uh, IndieWire one. 75. Okay. Wonder Woman 1984 is all about playing with magic wishes and desires, only to see them lead to horrible ram- ramifications, instant gratification, and the revelation that lying is never without consequence. Those are some big swings, and not everyone lands, but the ones that do are both joyous and genuinely worth pondering. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Kristen Wiig, like, I do think she was really great, like you said. She, she honestly was. has come so far, like, She's a really good actress, and, like, I've seen her yes. in serious roles before, but, like, this is honestly, like, her biggest role. Like, it, there, she's never been in, in, in a lead role like this that's not a comedy, you, you know? Like, The right, Ridesmaids. yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. And, and even, and even the, the funny lines that, you know, she was, she was trying to deliver, I mean, they were just like, okay, but I, I just liked her just being very, like, uh you know, bubbly and, you know, a little, a little clumsy. Like she was like, she was really great. Mm-hmm. She was really good. Yeah. Um, she's, she's a good actress. And then her transformation when she like just becomes super confident in herself was like amazing. Like just, and she was, she was, she was hot. Yeah. Totally. With the wig, she was hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, she's, she rocks. <laughs> she really does. I loved her like curly, her curly, like blonde hair, her wavy blonde hair was like, was like was, perfect. Like, permed. Like, perm beautiful. hair. <laughs> it's beautiful. I want a perm, Alessandra. Like, okay. <laughs> I got the cool with a perm. Uh, <laughs> can you imagine how big your hair would be? You have so much hair. I have too much hair. It would be, oh, it it would be, would be so a mess. poofy. It would just it'd be, it'd bad. be a poofy mess every it'd single day. Yeah. Oh. You cannot. You cannot do it. Oh man! And just oh my gosh! And the way that and the way that Diana and Steve like met in the club. That <laughs> <laughs> was just yeah, it was dumb. It was like because like, he worst comes up. You I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, like I mean, we saw we saw the 
the, the clock, like, start ticking or something or whatever. And then, like, out of nowhere, <laughs> this guy's, like, just following her around this club. Like, why couldn't and... we see him in his house before and we're like, who's this person? What's going on with this guy? And we follow why him. Co- why couldn't he just, why couldn't he just, you know, come up? I, I know he, like, kind of blew up into a million pieces, but, like, couldn't he just be, like, a zombie or something? <laughs> <laughs> What I'm saying is we didn't get an introduction to this guy before he became Steve. Like, in a sense, it would have made more sense. Like, it really would have made more sense if we had another scene where he woke up in bed and he was confused and looking around and being like, what the fuck? And then seeing Diana and then going. And then, you know, we would, as an audience, be like, what's up with this guy? Let's introduce him before he he just kind of shows up in front of Diana like that. Like... It was just so That's weird. True. It was like, yeah, you know, it's so out of place. It's it, yeah, it's like they had all these scenes that they thought should fit in the script and then didn't go in there. And then they have other scenes that are just like kind of useless, and then they put them in there anyway. You know, it didn't help. Yeah, it didn't help anything. Yeah, and then and then how the guy sort of becomes important at the end. Like once Steve leaves, she like sees the same guy like at that Christmas festival. Yeah, and, and she starts just, talking like, to him. Yeah. And he's just like, well, see you around. Happy holidays. I'm like, would you actually meet somebody that looks like Gal Gadot and just say, see you around. Happy holidays? No, you'd want to talk to her for as long as humanly possible. <laughs> yeah, you'd want to you'd want to stay there, talk to her, hopefully get her number, and then talk to her again. Like, immediately, immediately the next Immediately. Like, like, call like, her that night and be like, you want to go on a date? Because you're the one who talked to me first. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If if Gal Gadot even like looked in my direction, I would probably die. Like <laughs> I know. She's I could you imagine? Oh my yeah. god. It's just <laughs> It's just it's just ridiculous. I don't know. Like she's just it's, so <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't think I don't think these movies quite understand how beautiful these people are. <laughs> like like you can't you can't just let these these you can't, you can't just let these beautiful people free and just, like, expect them to <laughs> act normally out in public. Like, no, these are goddesses of people. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's... And, and, and that guy was hot, too. Like, yeah, it's not like... Yeah, yeah he totally <laughs> like, it's, was. Like, it's not like... I don't know. It's just... It's, it, was, <laughs> it was silly. It was... It was really silly. It was convenient that he was also a hot guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I totally agree. He just kind of, like, pops up, and he's like, Diana, and she's like, not interested, buddy. <laughs> and, and then he's like, oh, time, and watches and stuff, and she's like, Steve? <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, I think that was, like, the last thing that he told her. We, I think so. I, I can't remember what he said. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think we're, we're done talking about this. I think, um... <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll let it go. I'll let it go. Eventually, we'll talk about something else. Pedro Pascal's in um, <laughs> the Mandalorian. Uh, that that's... oh shit, we have to do that now too. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that that's coming up too. Um, a lot of stuff to a lot of stuff to look forward to. I I also want to talk about Bridgerton once I eventually oh, yeah. start watching it. I finished um, it. It's just it's fun. It's fun. Okay, I'm excited. Um, 
But uh, yeah, lots of stuff to come uh, looking forward to. Um, but if you enjoyed this episode, uh, you can rate and review us. You can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Uh, we are also on Spotify now. So if that's where you prefer to listen to your podcast, definitely find us on there. Um, if you need notifications on future episodes that we release, you can follow our social media. We have Twitter at By the Popcorn and Instagram at All by the Popcorn Podcast. Um, and uh, if you have suggestions for future movies you'd like us to talk about, um, I mean, we kind of cover everything, so uh, probably don't need to suggest <laughs> us anything. <laughs> that's not we true. Gotta... There's no, so many true. old movies that we haven't talked about, and there's a lot of TV Which, shows. I mean, that it doesn't we don't mean watch. we won't talk about them. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I shouldn't have said that. You could definitely suggest us anything, or just or just email us and say hi. Um, you could do that on All by the Popcorn Podcast at gmail.com. Right? Yep, right? That's, that's right. the yeah. one. I'll buy the popcorn podcast at gmail.com. Um, and uh, we have merch and we also have a YouTube channel. Just search I'll buy the popcorn podcast and subscribe to that. Uh, we're not really using it at the moment, just posting our older audio files. Um, but we do plan to use it in the future. Um, so definitely check that out. Um, and uh, that is it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening. Stay inside, stay safe, wear a mask. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.